accepting your kids as they are instead of who you wish that they were or want them to be is so important. Where would you take your life if you knew you could not fail? I get it. As a stepmom, mom, and entrepreneur, sometimes it can feel like what everyone else expects of you versus what you dream about for yourself are on opposite ends of the spectrum. As a woman, you're taught from a very young age what society thinks you're worth based on how you look, how you behave, and how much money you're allowed to bring in. But I'm here to show you that you can be the woman who has it all and not just on the outside. I'm Brittany Lynch, and you are the queen of your castle. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Queen of Your Castle podcast. Buckle up, ladies, because we have such a fun episode today. Our guest today is Tracy Coe, and Tracy Coe is an expert in human design. Human design, you know, I'm going to let the expert take it away and explain to us what that means, but... Tracy helps people understand who they are and why they are the way that they are on a really beautiful, deep soul level. So I'm so honored and humbled and grateful, Tracy, that you're here today. Um, let us know, like, who who is Tracy Co? Okay. So uh, my name is Tracy Ko. I'm actually from Hong Kong. So I'm very glad uh, to be on this podcast episode. So um, I have been uh, studying human designs, I think, uh, for around seven years. And I've been like doing uh, readings for other people and teaching human design for around like, two years. So yeah. Amazing. For somebody who has never heard of human design, Mm-hmm. What is human design? Okay, so human design is an energetic blueprint that helps you discover your strength, to help you understand why you are different from everybody else, and to help you to move from resistance to float and fulfillment. And how does someone discover their human design type? Mm-hmm. It's very easy. You just need to type in your birth data and then the computer, the program will help generate your human design chart. And just when you said there's a, a memory inside my head, it's like uh, a kind of mind when I ask her, um, because she's very new to human design, when I introduce her, uh, what is human design? And after the sessions, I ask her, so how do you feel? What do you think of human design? And she's like, wow, she's saying human design is just amazing. It's like getting a personality test without me manually answering 100 questions. And it's so unbiased that it helps me to understand myself and help me to own the characters or the positive string that I have inside myself. And it also helps her to understand her sister and her boyfriend and the people in her life. Yeah. And it's so amazing because the strength and the characters that I mentioned to her, that I remind her is actually like the string that she 
disregard. Like she doesn't like take into seriously. Like before she understand her human design, and she was it's it's like the character or the strength that is actually a strength, but it's the strength that she has been looking down on for many years. Very interesting, like a piece of your personality. I love how you said it's like a personality test, but way deeper. Um, yeah, yeah, and. And and I, I've or, sorry I've also heard another uh, person uh, to how, how and describe human design in a way that to me I think is so beautiful. And she said human design is like having a poem reading, uh, 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 a Reiki healing, and a tarot reading all in one place. Okay, tarot reading, palm reading, and what was the other thing you said? The Reiki healing. Reiki healing all at the same time. That's what human design is. Oh, amazing. Yes. It's super fun. Before we like dive into the specifics of it, can -hmm. you tell us how did you get started in human design? Okay, so I started uh, to know, learn about human design around seven years ago when I was starting my spiritual journey. Growing up, I have always feel like I don't fit into this world, this community. I don't even still fit in in my family. I'm not so sure if you relate to it, but I don't feel fit in. And I try, I try. Trust me, I tried everything I can to try to be everyone, to be like everyone, but it doesn't work, and it makes me hate myself. And uh, one day I was um, watching YouTube, and uh, there's a guy uh, on a, uh, and she was, he was, he he is, I mean, he is a celebrity, and he is sharing his spiritual journey, and I was like, wow, okay. That's interesting, and it felt so resonate, and it's like the very first time that makes me feel like okay, there's actually a community that I could fit in. So I was like starting to find out everything that I can about spirituality in the internet, and at that time, spirituality is a very new word to me. New age is a very new word to me. I was like, what is that? I don't understand this word. But uh, I ordered all the books that I can order like through, that, that I felt resonated with uh, through um, uh, the internet. And, through, and, and I also go to the bookstore to buy the books. And I was like, wow, there's so much resonance in those writings. But don't ask me what I've read because I couldn't tell you. But just, just deep like, resonance and knowing is of me. So like this is I I know this this stuff this is it felt so correct felt so right inside of me. And one day I was introduced to human design by a friend. And to be honest, at the very beginning I was like, wow, this is so complicated. <laughs> it's not something for me. <laughs> I, I'm, I have a very simple mind. <laughs> but then when I start really like dive into it and to study it and to learn it, I was like, wow, this is so amazing. I can actually just look at a chart and to understand people. And this really speaks to me because, I mean, for a very selfish, selfish reason is growing up, I don't feel being understood. And I was like, wow, this is actually a chart that can help people to understand me. And there's a chart 
that can help me to also understand myself better. I was like, wow, that's so amazing. I mean, there must be many people out there who were, who are in my position and who was like, nobody understand me. And then there's a chart that could help people to understand themselves. You know how amazing that would be? And to me, also, another thing is I feel like um, a lot of time there are communications problem between human beings is because we don't understand each other. And to be honest, that's, that's, this is something unavoidable because I'm not Brittany, you're not Tracy. And I, it's impossible for me to understand you, right? And it's, it's normal that you don't understand me. And if there's a chart that could help me understand you and help you to understand me, like you can, can you imagine like how much misunderstanding can be avoided? And if you step uh, one step ahead and understand like if the parents can understand through a chart can understand the children can you imagine like how much understanding and love that children can experience in that family i love that that's so beautiful and so important to me um for so many reasons. And I, I specifically kind of want to go down this question of, you know, when you said you were a kid and you felt like you didn't fit in, mm -hmm. you tried, right? Yes. Tried to fit in. You tried to feel like you were like everybody else, but you just didn't. Um, and I feel that a lot of kids feel that way on a various like on a spectrum, right? Some kids feel more out of place than others, right? You obviously were at that high end of that spectrum where you were like, I don't belong here. Why am I on this planet? Like this is for me. <laughs> but you're here now to help parents be able to support their kids in this really beautiful way. And I couldn't agree more that understanding our kids and understanding each other on this soul level, really, what an amazing gift to offer relationships to yes. understand people on this entirely different level. Yeah, it is. To me, every time that parents who come to me and she told me, they told me that they want to have a reading for uh, themselves and also for their kids. I was like, wow, this kid grows up in a very loving family. Mm -hmm. I envy that kid. <laughs> <laughs> but now you, just, now you get to serve the world. Now you get to change the world by mm -hmm. helping parents be so supportive to their kids. What a beautiful. Mm -hmm. Tracy, can you tell us what are the human design types people who mm -hmm. are listening are probably like what's my human design how do i know uh -huh. so in a nutshell what are the types and what do they mean okay so there are many layers uh, in human design and the very first layer that people uh like to know is the first layer which is the types so there are five types there are the manifestor the generators the manifesting generator the project 
Yes, and then practice. So the manifestors are the initiator. They're here to initiate and they make up 8% of the populations. And they are very powerful beings and like to do things on their own way. They don't like to be limited. They don't like to uh, be confined in a certain way. And if you, if you, your kiss uh, is a manifestor, uh, often what happens is you will see like the kids doesn't like to be helped. They like, they, they like to do things on their own way. And a very simple example is like I have parents who told me that uh, they was just trying to like oh, help open a, a, a juice. Like, you know, the juice, like you have a straw that you have to put in uh, the juice box and then you hand it to the children, right? I think it's a very normal thing for parents to do, right? They, the, the kids like to want to have uh, a juice and then so they go to the refrigerator, they take out the juice and they put a straw into the, uh, the juice and hand it to the kids. And if your kids is a manifestor, the kids may be very angry at you because they were like, why did you help me to put the straw into the, into the jukebox? I want to do it myself. That's funny. I, as you're saying this, um, I'm haven't checked my son's chart, but huh? I am almost certain from this explanation <laughs> that he is a manifester because everything is, I'll do it myself. I'll do it myself. He's three. Right. And he's mm -hmm. very, like everything he can do by himself. He will. He will try and try and try and try before he asks for help. So this is super interesting. Like the <laughs> juice box thing. I'm like, just let me put the straw in for you. He's like, I'll do it myself. He's three. Right. So very cool. I'm going to have to look. What is Rory? What is Rory a manifester? Let's find out. Yeah. So, OK. After the manifester. Well, it is, what is the next type? Okay, the next is the generators. So the generators are the doers are the, and the builders, and uh, for uh, they, they're here to do what lights them up, and they're here to prioritize satisfactions and excitement in their life. And if your kids is generators, and they are they they're full of energy, and it's very healthy for you to like. Um, use up all their energy on a day-to-day -day basis so if you and um, uh, but it's i know it's very difficult in this uh and um, um uh in, in this age because of the COVID, and uh, i know like so many parents they were crazy with their kids because all the generated kids are confined in a home and they there's no room for them to like use up all their energy and because they cannot use up all their energy so they start like doing a lot of <laughs> something that the parents won't like in the home and it's driving their parents crazy. And and what I told these parents, like I know it's hard like in this um, in this age because of COVID, but try your best to uh, let your out, uh, let your kid to go out uh, to to go outside. Maybe it's on the playground when like there's no people out there, and let them run. Let them just like use up all their energy, and like if you can do it, like things will get much better at home. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. maybe now I feel like Rory is a generator. I don't know. He's got a ton of energy. <laughs> What's the next type? Uh, but how many kids do you have? I just have one. I have one. Uh, I have one biological and one teenage stepson. So my husband's uh, son is 13 and our uh, kids three. Yeah. Okay. 
So, and uh, the, so the next type is the manifesting generator. So the manifesting generator is like a blend between the manufacturer and the generator. So like, it, so the manifesting generator have both the qualities of the generators and the manufacturer, but uh, it's still under the category of the generator. So they are also the uh, doers and the builders and the differences between uh, manifesting generators and a generator generators is manifesting generators are born to be multi-passionate and i think to understand that your case is a multi-passionate is very important because i know a lot of people who are born multi-passionate has been feeling wrong about this quality inside of themselves mm -hmm. and it's very healthy for them to have multiple projects going on at the same time and to not to be confined or fixed into just one project because for them it is it, the most healthy for them is to have uh, to have multiple projects going on at the same time. Oh, I love that. Instead of being like, just sit here and focus on this one thing. It's okay for manifesting yeah. generator kids to have their lots of things on the go at the same time. That's what they need. That's what their soul is here to find. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of like kids, uh, I mean, grown up kids who are manifesting generator, they will tell you, okay, I'm a nurse, I'm an artist, I'm a writer, I'm this and I'm that. And they can handle all of them like, so well. Cool. And what's the fourth type? Okay, the fourth type is like you, you are the projector. So projectors are the guide and they are here to guide people and they have an innate gift to guide. And uh, but a lot of time, um, I know, like if you are you if your if your family has a projected kid, uh, you will you will like see that kids is like always saying, okay, you should do this, you should do that, you you should. Yeah, it's like being perceived as bossy. I'm not I'm not so sure if you relate to that. Like <laughs> maybe your parents or your brother or your sister, your elder brother sisters, it's like. Stop being so buzzy. <laughs> I know because I'm I'm also a projector. So I I like I have like grown ups taught told me that I'm so buzzy. But like as a kid, I don't know that it's like innately I just guide people, you know? You understand? And so it's very important, like if you if you understand that okay, this is a kid that is a projector. And when they die, when they are like like they, they were not trying to be bosses just like the way to express themselves and if you understand your case is a projector the healthy way for you is not stop them to guide other people but to help them understand like when to guide and when uh uh to be silent and yeah yeah that's so good <clears throat> this really resonates with me because i am a projector and mm -hmm. Um, as you know, um, and that was always if somebody could explain me as a kid, they would say bossy. And it was something that I I was led to believe was this shameful quality. Right. Yeah. I was too much. I was always too much. I was always too loud. I was always too like controlling. But really, it's just because I and you probably understand this as a projector. We just see things differently. Right? We just yes. see humans differently. And it's like, if you do it my way, it'll help. Like just yes. yeah. to do. <laughs> yes, exactly. And you you know, like so many of our gifts are shame because parents don't understand that. But I'm not like blaming parents because they don't know. But you know, if there's a chart, like a human design chart that can help 
parents to understand their children. You know how much like change that bring. Accepting your kids as they are instead of who you yes. wish that they were or want them to be is so important. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and 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 to understand that we are all different, but I mean, like we know, like we say that, right? Right? We say that, like in 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 the spiritual community, like we always say that people are different. But how? And now with the human design chart, you know how we are different, and it's beautiful. It is so beautiful. Yes. And Tracy, what is the last type? type. Okay, the last type is a reflector. So it's like a unicorn because they're so weird. There are only like 1% of the populations are the reflectors. Yes, they're only 1% of the populations. And they are a sensitive kids and, uh, uh, um, and, and, and they are here to reflect uh, their, their surroundings. What does that mean is uh, reflector kids are so sensitive that they almost like you know what is going on in their surrounding it's very hard for to for them to be surprised because they were just so sensitive that they know what is going on in in the world in their surrounding so if you have a reflective kids it's very important to put them in a space that they feel good and it's very important to uh for you to put them in a space that the people that they are with and the kids feel good with the peoples that they are with. And to value the kids' perspective because you have a kid that can see things objectively. And is there's a value in them. And you want to invite that kid to share uh, how he see things or how she see things. Because the kids is going to give you a very objective perspective. I wonder if my I wonder if my stepson is a reflector. Actually, he's mm-hmm. very deep and very intuitive and very mm-hmm. sensitive, very 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 sensitive. So I'm gonna have to look up see what the boys are. This is super fascinating. Yeah, yeah. What are? I mean, so after as after parents find out, you know, what design types their kids are. I, it sounds like you've got some like good recommendations about how to meet your kids where they're at. Mm-hmm. What would be kind of your advice to give to parents when their design types maybe clash and and the parents have a hard time understanding why these kids are the way that they are and want to support them, but it just feels really strange to them? Uh-huh. I think taking space is very important, like to understand, like, as, okay, so for example, um, if like, I, I'll take your case an example. So let's say if your son is a, a manifester, so he's someone who's, who wants to do things in his own way, right? But you as a projector, it's like, I want to guide you, I need to guide you, you're going down the wrong path, I want to guide you. And I think it's very important as a parent to understand that kids and to honor his kids design and to understand that right now the kids needs to experience the world in his own way and no matter how much as a parent that you want to guide especially if, if you are a projector and you just want to uh, you are going down the wrong path there's a hole don't don't jump into that hole and 
and and and and if if I know it's hard, but it's very important for a parent to step back and to understand like you are actually doing a disservice to guide when your son is a manifester because the best way for him to learn is him doing everything by himself and experiencing the world in his own way. And you can always guide, right? But just not now. I love that. Just not now. You can do it, just not now. That's so amazing. Yeah. So where is the best place for people to discover what their kids are? Mm -hmm. uh, you can go to geneticmatrix.com and find the, yeah, and find uh, the human design travel, everyone. Okay. And <laughs> yeah. what, what, kind, what is, what determines what design type somebody is? Uh, okay. So it's, it's going to be a more complicated. It's kind of hard to explain it just with uh, this, my sound, not visuals, but uh, I will try my best. So it's depend on uh, the time of your birth. So basically uh, when you were born, like there are many different planets, like uh, the, the, the location of the planets will affect the energy that you have in your body. I'm not so sure if I'm explaining, explaining it like, uh, does it make sense to you? Makes sense, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So where you were born, like the location of the planets had an effect on you. And, and, and that's how, what determines your types. Okay. So what is the difference between human design and astrology? Okay. So there are astrology in human design, and I think there's two different systems. And I think you, I mean, like astrology, like there are like medical stuff that you can look out for in astrology. But I think the differences between uh, astrology and human design is human design actually give you uh, the tools and how to live to your best potential. Okay, that's so huge. Yeah, and actually, yeah, yeah, and also human design give you to the tools for you to be aware when you are off track. Right. So what might that look like as an example? Okay, for example, Okay, so that is something, okay, so for example, as you are a uh, uh, projector, so because every type have a signature, for the manifester is peace, for the generator and the manifesting generator is satisfaction, for the projector is bitterness, uh, sorry, I, I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I was mixing up the P, uh, the signature and the not-self I mean, like, so every time, so let me once again begin again. I'm so excited, sorry. <laughs> let me, like, try it again. Okay, so for every type, there's a signature. For the manifester, it's peace. For the generators and the manifesting generators are satisfactions. For the projector, it's success. And for the reflectors, it's surprise. So this feeling are kind of a signpost for each type to understand where they are on track or off track. So if a projector is on track, they will feel successful. And if they are off track, they will feel bitterness. Oh. So whenever bitterness comes up, that's a sign 
to for a projector to understand that okay so they are now on the path of resistance so what they can do to move back to a path of flow so if it, so this is so when if you are feeling bitter then you can ask yourself uh are the person that you are interacting with not valuing not valuing you Are you spending too much time on people who doesn't see you and recognize you? I feel like you're yeah. looking into my soul right now, Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna go off camera here if you want the answer to those questions. Wow, that gave me goosebumps. Those are great. Those are that's huge. Yeah, and that's the magic of human design because by asking this simple question, you can, you just, you can simply, simply remove yourself from a lot of resistance and go back to a path, a path that brings flow and fulfillment. That feels aligned and authentic and yeah. everything that you want to feel while we're here. Is there anything else, yes. Tracy, that you want to share with us? There's so many things that I can share with you about human design. <laughs> uh, okay, so I think it's, um, if you haven't looked into your human design, I just highly suggest you to look up your human design chart and the human design chart of your family and not just your kid, but your siblings, your parents, if possible, I know it's kind of hard to look at the human design chart of our parents because most of our parents don't know their birth time. And uh, but if possible, it's very is is like the most amazing thing to know because if you understand your parents' human design chart, it will take away a lot of grudges and sadness. <laughs> because now you understand like why your parents did what they did when you were growing up. Yeah. I, I think the thing I love the most about human design is how much permission that it grants people to yes. be imperfect humans um, and accept that the things other people maybe have done to us has never been about us in the first place. Yeah, yeah. And I think the reason I love human design is give us so much empathy and understanding for each other. And it also gives us the tools to collaborate and work together with other people. And I think it's very, like, I, to me, I don't know, it's just, it's just, it's just a beautiful thing. It is a beautiful thing. Yeah, it is. Tracy, if any of our listeners wanted to have a reading done by you, where is the best place for them to be able to reach out? Okay, so they can go to my website, which is souljourney.info. Okay. Souljourney.info. Yeah, yeah souljourney.info. But um, don't be surprised to see Chinese there. <laughs> 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 yeah, but there's English and Chinese. <laughs> okay. 
Yeah. <laughs> you're on the right page if you find the Chinese is what you're saying. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bernie.info. I'll make sure to link that up in the show notes. Um, okay. So much, Tracy. I think what you're doing is a really beautiful thing. I mm-hmm. never, ever would have thought to look up the human design of my kids or my spouse or my parents. I've only ever known my own design. So what a world of possibilities that this opens up and, and the relationships that get to be more connected from doing this is, is really, really exciting. It's a really amazing thing to know people authentically in this way that's really hard for most people to communicate about themselves right like I know who I know who I am but it's hard for me to to say these things to you to describe that so yeah exactly and I think the beauty of human design is to give us the language yes for us to understand each other and to explain ourselves language is so important oh beautiful (laughs) Thank you so much for being here tonight, this morning, 7, 9 a.m. In, in Hong Kong and 8 p.m. in, in <laughs> Canada. Um, I'm glad that we can make it work. And I appreciate so much what you're doing. You're changing the world and we love it. So thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. I had a good time with talking to you. I Thank you. Hey there, Brittany here. I wanted to let you know about a special online mini training that I'm offering for free for a limited time. It's called Peace, Love, Stepmom. And not to toot my own horn, but beep, beep, it's pretty freaking awesome. Peace, Love, Stepmom will give you the exact steps to take in order to create more harmony in your stepfamily without feeling like you have to walk on eggshells or bite your tongue or ignore your own needs just to keep the peace. Because if you are listening to this, then chances are pretty good that you know there's a big difference between not fighting and actually feeling peaceful. To enroll in Peace Love Stepmom and get immediate access to this incredible online course, head to peacelovestepmom.com and sign up. It's totally free. You don't want to miss it. So go to peacelovestepmom.com to enroll and get immediate access. I hope this episode got your wheels turning and showed you just how powerful you are. I would invite you to take 30 seconds and tap subscribe to this podcast. When you subscribe to the podcast, then rest assured you will never miss an episode. And in no time, spinning your wheels will be a thing of the past. Thank you for listening and subscribing. And if you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the absolute world to me if after you subscribed, you jumped on over and left me a five-star review and better yet, a written review. I am on a mission to let every mom and stepmom know that you can create the life of your dreams. And I need your help to change the world. The world needs us. Thank you so much for subscribing and leaving me a five-star review. I will see you next week.
for more behind the scenes action and to get really up close and personal with me and our beautiful step family, jump on over to Instagram and follow me at the step queen. Don't be shy. Send me a DM. Tag me in your posts. Tag me in your stories. Let me know what you're up to and what about the podcast has been blowing your mind. I cannot wait to get to know you better. And Instagram is my jam. I love you so much. I love you so much. Make it rain, girlfriend.